1: What's good people and welcome to The Everyday Hustle. The show that explores the five most important days that have changed the lives of the world's best young creators, entrepreneurs and inventors. With new guests on the show each week, they'll be telling us their incredible stories and their everyday hustle. If you're on a journey, need some inspiration or just want to hear from some of the best young minds around, then subscribe wherever you are listening to this. Follow us on our socials at Everyday Hustle Show on Instagram and ED Hustle Show on Twitter. This is The Everyday Hustle. Today's guest on The Everyday Hustle Show is a guy whose story has touched the nation. Born and bred in London, he is a multi talented singer, songwriter, and dancer, surpassing over 3 million streams on Spotify. He is a prime example of how never giving up is one of life's most important lessons. We are very blessed to have him talking on the show today. Welcome, my boy, the one and only Jay Soul. What what what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> that introduction was sick. I wish Bro, I recorded that's it, man. it. you know what Should I mean? I'll record it, yes, man.
1: Bro, how you doing? I'm good, brother. How you doing? It's so good to have you on, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. So, obviously, let's not let's just address the elephant in the room. Yeah. X Factor It's been an incredible Journey for yourself How are you feeling? I'm
2: feeling good man Yeah? I'm feeling good I'm feeling really You've good
1: You've been a really Really busy guy For the listeners out there What, what sort of things Have you been up to? Oh uh, X
2: Factor Whilst auditioning Whilst doing the X Factor process I was actually Had my own headline show That I was mm-hmm. rehearsing Amazing. for Amazing And lost my hard drive Yeah Like yeah. everything was Loads all Happening went on in the, Lots in of, of like madness Was kind of all working Against me But yeah. it's all kind of Worked out Yeah Literally oh, all worked out i man. so
1: so glad So we, we go way back now I mean bro yeah, we, We've known each other A minute now And Where, where did we first meet Oh Club Tropicana Club mad. Tropicana Yes Club Tropicana Jinx are free I used to have a residency
2: there <laughs> Yeah I don't know if you it. remember But one of the models there Was Charlie Who's now in Love Island No Yes Really Yeah man There's a lot of talented people That night That That's you met That's mad it's Crazy oh, isn't it days Okay Start right from cool. the bottom Yeah,
1: right. So, well, since then, since obviously um, X Factor and things like that now, Mm. um, it's been a bit of an eye opener for you. Hence why you're coming on the show today to talk about your hustle. But what does that word hustle actually mean to you?
2: Hustle for me means doing what you've got to do to get to where you want to be. Do you know what I mean? What you put in is what you get out. That's a hustle. Do you know what I mean? Like, you have to do the work. You have have to 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 do the work. You have to put in the work and you have to believe in yourself. Do you know what I mean? And. um Yeah, for me, just hustling is just... That is exactly what it is, putting in the work and doing everything that I have to do to get to where I want to be. And it's not always going to be good stuff or fun stuff, but once... Once that's completed, then the fun stuff begins. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, there's so many times, like, even as an artist, sometimes I don't want to write, or sometimes I don't want to record a song, mm-hmm. or sometimes I don't want to do a certain event, but I know from doing that certain event, it's going to open me to another platform, or do you know what I mean? So, it's not everything you all want to, not everything you want to do is actually everything, you, not everything you have to do is everything you want to do, but yeah. you have to do it to to get to where you want to be. Yeah. So, that's a hustle for me. I'm Jay So and this is my Everyday Hustle. Day one for me would be 1998, age six, when I watched Top of the Pops. Jeez, Um, classic show, man. Yeah, man. Every Friday, I remember it, after EastEnders. Yeah. And, um... My thing, I remember watching Usher perform. I can't remember what song it yeah, was, yeah. but I remember he had the dancers, he had the swag. Yeah. The girls loved him, the guys wanted to be him. And I remember just watching him thinking, I want to be like that guy when that I up. That
1: was it. So I that, was the, that what, was the what moment there. What was life like growing up for you?
2: Life was cool. I remember it being, I remember it being um, just me and my sisters. Mm-hmm. My parents were always working. Mm-hmm. Um, hustle. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but I remember it being me and my sisters and I remember just always eating Chinese. <laughs> <Love Chinese laughs> That's food. where my Chinese. Nothing's my love of Chinese. That's where it started, man. It <laughs> was when I was a kid. I just, yeah, I just remember. Yeah. I just remember it being my sisters and I. And my sister actually taught me how to like proper like sing and stuff, which mm-hmm. is funny because she don't do it anymore. Yeah. But she literally like she really really taught me the fundamentals yeah. of being an artist and performer.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was that? Could you always sing from young? Is it? Was that the the sort of? I had a voice. talent.
2: Yeah, but I definitely had to nurture it. Um, um, but yeah, like uh, I, I, I guess I kind of like trained it in church. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like, yeah. So you are a big goer. yeah? Yeah, like, yeah, my parents were heavy on that. Um, so just going to church every Sunday, just hearing the choir. And then I also wanted to be in the choir so that way I can mm-hmm. like train my voice and yeah. kind of get myself to a certain level. Yeah. And I guess have that opportunity to perform in front of a big crowd because my church was like like a thousand yeah. or two thousand people yeah yeah so so that was always my thing getting onto that stage yeah. and then one day performing
1: yeah wow Was you like would you shy as a kid would you
2: yeah i was um no i was like a rebel but i, w- I wasn't shy but when it came to music i was shy yeah but everything else i was cool as loud as so literally coming onto that stage but yeah when it came man. to the music i was i was shy but i loved it
1: and growing up in wandsworth um, yes. what was that like because obviously sometimes on the, on the outskirts I mean talking for myself here growing up in mm. a council estate it's not yeah. always easy did you come up against a lot of struggles then
2: um, from what I can remember um, it was cool I remember there was there was quite a lot of like burglary um, it was the era when people broke into your car and took the radio mm-hmm. <laughs> suicide rates was actually quite high as well I remember yeah. like, there was a couple of like Kids like jumping from the fifth floor, Jeez. and that's kind of what really scared my mum. And she was yeah. like, We need to move and get a house, and yeah. all of that kind of stuff. But it was, it was very like, I'm happy I used to live in this mm-hmm. state because it, it kind of just showed me how you have to put in the work to kind of get to the no- another level. And that's yeah. what my parents showed me that we literally started from the bottom mm-hmm. do you know what i mean not living our best life to moving into essex in a massive house yeah. and just you know what i mean and that's that that's that's what re- really they've, they've showed me and and yeah
1: man i mean those lessons learned that like do you think um your upbringing determines where you'll end up
2: not at all i feel like some people they use it to inspire them yeah be like okay cool like it's like a
1: tackling fuel like a right. little bit of motivation motivation yeah,
2: like, in the time I don't want this or I don't want my kids to experience this or mm-hmm. I don't want this for my life later on so I'm gonna work so hard so mm-hmm. I don't have to be in this position anymore which is what my parents do yeah done. yeah yeah do you know what I mean um, and then some people are just like listen this is my life mm-hmm. I'm just gonna stay in the hood yeah <laughs> I'm just gonna do like you know what I mean like <laughs> they're just gonna accept it yeah, what they and got those, and those are the people that don't have a yeah do you know what I mean yeah, they yeah, haven't yeah. got ambition yeah I yeah. haven't got a dream so,
1: so is that the key word then ambition is sort of the thing that carried you
2: yeah ambition like literally like it was and it wasn't even it was never even about money it was just always about fulfilling my dreams and my desires do you know mm-hmm. what I mean like that was just that was just and still is just everything for me yeah do you know what I
1: mean yeah yeah so Usher was the performance that completely changed your outlook on where you right. wanted to go in life as a yeah. kid yeah um is he still your inspiration today? He's a massive inspiration yeah. to me. Um, what songs? Come on, name some particular.
2: Oh, he made me wanna. <laughs> um, the only Usher song I don't like is Burn. The only reason I like it is because when I performed that song, I fainted. Oh, what? So- I fainted on stage I've done this like little talent competition
1: in, the sh- <laughs> in a shopping,
2: like- <laughs> shopping centre and I gave I, I only had 50p and I needed like I I, I hadn't eaten that whole day because I have this thing where I'm, when I'm performing I don't really eat yeah. I kind of forget I'm just so in I'm just such in the zone um, I literally I got up on the stage the lights were hot and I literally was singing to rip bits open of the the song shirt, and I literally was I fainted this was like when I was like yeah 8 oh, see, I fainted okay, on stage okay, bro <laughs> And yeah, ever since then, I just whenever I hear that song, I'm like, skip.
1: Never. No, <laughs> bad, bad
2: memories. That song. <laughs> Proper bad memories.
1: So you're actually a really incredible dancer. That's the only compliment I'm going to give you today. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, yeah, your head will get too big walking out of here. But seriously, <laughs> did you always have rhythm? That's a big question because not a lot of people can come in there if they don't have rhythm. Yeah, man, know, like not I, an interview I, I was
2: never able to clap off beat. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's a talent I was never given. Like how <laughs> do you clap off beat? And it's so mad because I've tried so many times to like get. Yeah, but I just to clap and it's real? always just in, in beat. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah.
1: Um,
2: I've always had rhythm, and that's just from church as well. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah always so been able To hold a note
1: yeah. um, For the people listening in, I mean like If you haven't already Seen any of J-Soul's work Then go quickly check Just it jump out. on YouTube Go, go check YouTube, it out Because out. I mean he brings The performance element Onto another level And completely switches up The game yeah. And that's just I'm not being biased Because I'm your boy But it's also because You know You bring the dancing You bring the singing But you also bring Your persona across on camera Which is mm. such A powerful thing For yeah. people and creatives To do nowadays yeah. what, What's the advice What's the tips Behind that man how do you do it? I would say watch the greatest.
2: Yeah. So, Michael Jackson, of course, watching Bobby Brown. Mm-hmm. It's funny because everything that we know, so like everything that Chris Brown does, everything that Usher does, from watching like re- recently, I've really gone back and I've kind of just studied the, I guess, the OGs, mm-hmm. you know, the originals. And um, a lot of stuff that Bobby Brown does is what Chris does. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, do you know what I mean? Like, and it's, 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 like Bobby had that energy do you know what I mean and mm-hmm. that, just that whole freedom and that groove and energy on stage and when you watch Chris it's actually very much the same do you know yeah. what I mean so yeah, yeah. I've just kind of gone back to the fundamentals and gone back to the OGs and that's Michael that's Bobby that's a bit of Prince that's you know James Brown and um, just seeing how they do stuff and then just kind of like I guess like picking bits and bobs and adding that to my kind of puzzle mm-hmm. do you know what I mean yeah man my day two would be the year 2000 when I had my first ever stage performance, which was at my church.
1: Jeez, what was yeah. that like?
2: Nerve wracking. Yeah. Very, so you very were
1: young nervous. at the time. Was young. That's like
2: maybe eight. Yeah. Seven really. or eight. What yeah. what song was it? I want to say it was All Happy Day. That's the how that comes to my mind. I feel like it was All Happy Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and did you
1: hit the? Did you hit the the note?
2: Did I hit the note, bro? Did I even sing a note? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even sing a note. I was shaking and trembling. Oh, yeah, really? I remember my mum was in the front row just looking at me like, baby, come on, sing. Yeah. <laughs> sing, come on, just, just sing. Just and I was, say something. I just had the microphone <laughs> in my hand and I was just looking at a thousand people thinking. Really? I couldn't get my mouth to I couldn't get my mouth to open. Work. So couldn't. then what happened? Someone else, who is now my stylist, literally walked to the front, took the microphone out of my hand, and he started singing. Oh, swear that. He started down. singing a song. And I stood beside him, looking like some donut, bro. Bruh. I look like an, I look like some, some just some fool. Yeah, so and i now, still
1: stood there. Yeah. But you, that that memory sticks with you Forever. right to this day. I will so, never forget. It.
2: Is it motivation? At the time, no. At the time, like I was like, okay, I'm giving up. I yeah, can't, I can't do this because it's too nerve Um, but but yeah, like now I'm 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 happy. It's a part of my journey because it's inspiring. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. It's, it's taken a while. Like when people are like, do you get nervous on stage? I get nervous on stage all the time.
1: Yeah, really? Like, if
2: I don't have nerves, I don't think it will be a good performance.
1: Where was the comeback? Where, where did it happen?
2: The comeback would be...
1: I say comeback. It was a church performance. I know right. it was a low edge, ju- But, it's a couple now, now, but years. Like, literally like a couple comeback years down was,
2: the line. The, the comeback would be when well, I was in year seven. I hated geography. I hate geography. I used to copy this girl's homework called (laughs) Styra. And one day, one day she didn't turn up. So I got detention. And I started, I remember um, in my detention, my teacher had the radio playing. And I started singing along to the radio in the background. And then he came out of his office and um, he was like I really you got a sick voice I want you to enter the school house idol competition
1: yeah, it is you go to his attention and then get and I'm, I'm thinking forward.
2: I'm thinking first of all you've just given me a attention, like, attention. <laughs> i ain't doing you no favours <laughs> that's what I mean it's not about what you want because if, if it's about what we both want I don't want to be here it. <laughs> but um, he was like yeah so I don't know if you remember writing lines and lines of the yeah, same yeah, thing yeah yeah of course was writing lines and I was just singing and he, yeah he was just like very persistent with it I want you to enter the house idol competition and um in my school we had houses kind of similar to um, Harry Potter where the yeah, blue yeah. red and yellow and he was the captain for the blue and I was also in the blue house so mm. it made sense but I was the last time I performed it was a car crash and I wasn't yeah. really trying to do that whilst in year seven of news course. to the yeah, school yeah, yeah. so I, I was I, I kind of like said I was like I can't do that and then he made me a nice offer he was like listen if you do it I'll cancel your detention and any future detentions for the rest of the year yeah yeah and I was like, that sounds good. <laughs> and I was like, but I still can't. I'm nervous. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I don't know. He he managed to persuade me. And I'd done the competition and I actually won the competition. Yeah. And so ever since then, I've had geography changed my life.
1: Changed your life, yeah. Mr.
2: Sharpstone. <laughs> my day three, 2009, joining the Brit school. Wow.
1: So the Brit school is like the place to be if you're wanting to get into performing arts right it's really really difficult to get in like to say the least a lot of pressure is put up on them but then again a lot of success comes out the flip side of it so much so so much as a young J soul what was uh, what was it like actually uh, the news that you got in man
2: I remember when I I remember this like I remember filling out the application form my drama teacher helped me do it it was me and my three of my friends were all singers dancers Mm -hmm. actors and they were both amazing. To be yeah. fair, they're both better than me. Yeah. And um they never got in. Really? When I got in. I was shocked. Everyone was like. Actually, to be fair, no, I wasn't shocked because I believed in myself. However, my friends didn't believe in me. The friends I had then didn't believe that I was good enough that you to was get, in. get in. Yeah. They didn't believe I was gonna get in. They always believed the other two would have got in. Um I remember so I sent my application form, I done the audition, well, I killed the audition. Yeah and like my personality shone through as well yeah. like I remember the teachers there just constantly smiling at me Yeah, yeah and I just good. felt like they were rooting for me I remember I got home and I can see the letter because I got two doors in my house the first door is like a mirror kind of like glass door Yeah. so I can see the Brit school letter there I forgot my keys that day <laughs> so I can see the Brit school letter there but I can't get in my house yeah. <laughs> and my mum was taking forever to get yeah, home yeah, yeah. and I'm just like all oh my days anxiety was mad yeah, that day. Yeah, like yeah. I was just like I need to know what this letter says. Yeah. Um. But yeah, finally got her to come home, open the letter. I got in, mm-hmm. and I remember just wow, I've never felt so proud of myself in my entire life. Yeah. Wow. I remember, like, and I, I was back then as a massive East Enders fan, and I remember there was the, like such a bad scene happening. Yeah. And it was one of them ones that usually you'd get emotional. <laughs>
1: Can I was you- smiling, I was smiling
2: through it. I was I like, was I was like, listen, I'm living no, no. my best life, man. I oh, love like, that. having right. a little bitch, man. Bit. Like, right. I was living. I was I was listen. It was all te- teeth, pure teeth, just shining. Um, but yeah, going to the Brit School was amazing. Is 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 one of the best journeys. I met a lot of amazing people there. Mm-hmm. I actually met Shannon Misunderstood there, mm-hmm. which is there in the, the X Factor show with me right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Um, so I was in my family I met so much amazing talent there. made so many friends made so many connects and it's it's definitely um, a place that I will forever remember I would say when I started the first two weeks I didn't like it really it was like Glee
1: oh okay so it was a bit just It was dancing
2: singing it was I wasn't used to that because I'm a very like I'm a a person where I only perform and show my talent when it's demanded you know what I mean I'm not like I'm not like I'm very like Reserved. I'm not. I don't like being the center of attention. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you're not gonna catch me singing down the corridor. No, or no, no Dancing no. down the yeah. corridor. That's not me. Do you know what I mean? I mm-hmm. only did on the stage on when it's time to do it. Yeah. And it was just everywhere. I was just like, wow. Like <laughs> just everyone doing it where it wasn't really needed to be done. Yeah. Was there um, a lot of
1: pressure at Brit?
2: Not for me. No. 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 I don't remember. I don't remember feeling much pressure. To mm-hmm. be fair.
1: Mm, no. And your studies was on point.
2: Studies was on point. I kind of got a bit lazy during the end yeah because I started auditioning for stuff and yeah my focus was no longer 100% there but
1: essentially being at Brit and the things that you went through was that the kickstart to your musical career
2: yeah 100% yeah 100% it was like I I, I met a lot of producers whilst being there in studios and yeah. studio well studio um, engineers so that's where I started writing properly mm-hmm. getting my stuff recorded mm-hmm. and Shortly after leaving the Brit school is when I released my first song, yeah. which was called Alien, which wow. I know wouldn't exist if I didn't go
1: to the Brit school. Wow. you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. So, and how did that feel? I mean, releasing Alien, that's a... Uh...
2: That was crazy because even, like, the song came about so randomly. Like, we were just freestyling. Really? And, yeah, and then I, I sent it to um, this lady that was looking after me at the time. And she just randomly sent it to, like choice fm bbc one extra yeah. i actually got angry because i was like it's not perfect it's not finished no
1: no no yeah
2: and they just they just started spinning it really they just like they like randomly started spinning
1: it so did you think at that moment there i was like yeah i've made it like it's gonna this is gonna pop it was
2: you know what yeah i remember being in a car with my boys we we're driving back from maybe like Birmingham or something and i remember like whilst one traffic the song started no nah, it's a radio. pinch yourself moment man. traffic we all got out our cars yeah had my, our doors open and we were just like... And it's not even like a dance song, but yeah. we were just like feeling our... Like, <laughs> yeah. They were like, that's our boy, that's the like, everyone, that's my boy. What dude. did it go so- like? What did it go like, the song? It was... um. Um, what, you want me to sing it morning, Early in he? the morning <laughs> I don't know who you are But you gotta find your way back to the stars And um, ooh, it's like a kind of R&B ooh, It's mate. like a R&B um, the tune, right, Jason No, it's a big tune,
1: man It's a big, big I can't lie That is a really big tune this, Hold on, sorry I need to pitch myself for a moment Because imagine being able to And the listeners, I'm sure Even people in the room right now Could agree with me Imagine having that ability To drop vocals like that Oh my days <laughs> and oh just geez. sit there as norm as normal, bro I'll be doing it in the morning good morning <laughs> 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 stick to presenting yeah, don't come no in my lane
2: <laughs> tired of you pretty boys trying to be a singer <laughs> as well we don't need that
1: um, but so what, yeah that was crazy what sort of doors did um, Alien open up for you um, I got to
2: perform at the Olympic Stadium oh wow opening for Little Mix mm-hmm. yeah um so you had many. a fair share Of like experience it, Yeah like, it really um, Opened up many doors mm. To be fair like And it's, it's mad because But I, I always say Everything happens for a reason But I had so many Opportunities then That It Came so randomly That I mm. wasn't ready At the time for yeah, it Yeah and
1: you only see that now
2: And I, I'm like If I had those Opportunities now it would be different. Like, I would actually know what to do with it. Do you know what I'm trying to say? But I feel like I had to experience that anyway. So I I believe everything happens for a reason. But so many things were happening so fast that I, I wasn't expecting it. And we had to, like, rush another song. And the second song was okay, but it was, like, forced. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was, like, there was a lot of pressure on myself to produce another sick song in, like, a couple weeks. Day four begins in 2015 and it's my mum and X Factor.
1: Okay, so talk us through man,
2: what happened? Alright, so 2015, April. April the 19th, I lost my mum. So I remember like the week before I woke up and my mum was in hospital. And I was um her car was outside. My dad's car was outside. I was thinking, okay, where's mum? Do you know what I mean? She's usually going to work or whatever. So I don't understand why she's not here and her car is here. Uh, my sister's like, oh, she's just gone to hospital. I was like, cool. Didn't really think much of it. And then later on in the night, I was told um, we're all gonna go visit her. So I went to the hospital, um, and she wasn't looking her best. But then a couple of days later, she came home, and then um, the next day, she was back in hospital. And then I went and visited her. She's like, she wanted a carrot cake. She loves Nando's carrot cakes. So I got her that, got her some flavoured volvic water. Um, and then she was just telling me, she was just like, Steven, which is my government name. Um, she's just like, my body's just not working the way it needs to be working. And um, I've just never seen her that way before. And it was just really, really just like, oh my God. In that moment in time is when I realised that nothing in life matters do you know what I mean like mm. everything that we stress about is actually so minute yeah to this moment in time like I couldn't believe that I that I thought anything was important um and but I still thought everything was gonna be okay but then the doctor spoke to us me and my family later on He was like listen like she's going today she's not gonna be mm. with us today and I'm like what are you talking about we were busting jokes last week yeah, like yeah, this yeah like you know you're dumb like this what like no you're not you're talking about someone else this is not yeah this is impossible and um that midnight she passed like literally she didn't she was in a coma for like two days Mm. so i didn't actually speak with her and um yeah so she passed like in the midnight um and like but like her breath started going like it started deteriorating and um I remember me and my sisters were all around her. Like we had the Bible. We were trying mm. to like preach and like, well, as she, as she stopped breathing, like we we'll are calling the nurse and they were like, they can't do anything. They can just make sure that she's comfortable. Yeah. So we started doing stuff that we see in movies. So like, I'm trying to like give her CPR. I'm mm. trying to like do all of that. I'm trying to like resuscitate and all of that stuff. And it wasn't working yeah like we were trying to do so much like it was like my sister okay you do that I was like I do that I was like oh, to my other little sister you do this and um, it just wasn't working and then I remember her, her breath stopped like she wasn't breathing and all of us just froze and looked at it like we're like oh my god mm-hmm. and then she took a breath and then we're like okay cool and then we just tried to do you know what I mean we tried to yeah. do other stuff and then um, she went just it just went so like actually before she went her eyes opened mm-hmm. and I I believe like she was looking at all of us mm-hmm. and that was like her goodbye yeah 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 and of course that was it
1: oh bless her man it was
2: so and it it didn't hit me for a while I remember my sisters were bawling in the hospital like mm-hmm. screaming and I was just in the corner like I remember just sitting in the corner like this just like oh my god oh my god this is I was like oh my god oh my yeah. god oh my god and um
1: yeah it was, so um, this is like three years ago. What yeah, um, three years what, ago. What, what sort of things, man, did you go through mentally?
2: Yeah. Oh, everything. Depression, like never before, like finding it difficult to get out of bed. Yeah. Um, I had suicidal thought, thoughts a lot of times, just kind of not wanting to end my life, but wanting, to, wanting the pain to go away. Mm-hmm. And the only way I could feel, the, the only way I could kind of think of for the pain to go away was to, to end in my life do you Mm. know what I mean um luckily never luckily
1: clearly never got to that point um so then there's my question though because you know mental health in this modern day society is such a talked about thing mm. and it's a huge topic and and luckily people are becoming more open about it but what was your key what was your way out of that dark situation
2: my way out was that I needed to show my mum that I was because her thing is, like, she would never, ever want me to stop doing what I love. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And and I remember even when she was, like, even when she wasn't looking good and when she was feeling really, really bad. And, I mean, when she was really ill in hospital, I remember her looking at me and saying, I'm fine. You mm-hmm. know, like, she's like, I'm fine. She's like, you look sad. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And she she was just such a queen. She's just such a G. Yeah, and I like... was just like, I can't give up because if i give up she's gonna be so disappointed in me yeah and um and that's what made me carry on i was like i have to carry on but that whole year i didn't really do anything musically i didn't mm-hmm. i kind of felt guilty because i spent so much time doing music that it that took me away from spending yeah. time with my mom yeah do you know what i mean so i kind of resented music for a while but i wrote one song called bullet in my heart in that whole year mm-hmm. um which I actually later on performed on X Factor.
1: Yeah, so let's talk about that, because that's, I mean, the the positive coming out of it, you used that sort of experience to drive you, Mm. and you actually auditioned and were very, very successful in the X Factor competition. Yeah. Mm.
2: So, um, I finally, maybe March time, I finally Mm. got myself to read, go through the text messages between myself and mom. Just wanted to kind of relive the moments. Like, do you know what I mean? Just random stuff, like... Stephen have you taken the chicken out of the fridge yeah Stephen can you open the door Stephen <laughs> it'll, it'll be a lot of her demands like, Yeah, Steven, yeah. the <laughs> music's too loud the it was a one go- way like-. conversation it was always like Stephen the music's too loud the neighbours are gonna complain it was and it's like it was just it was so dope like when I'm yeah. reading it now I was just like oh this is I wish you can text me this again um and one of the last ones was, was just a random X Factor link mm. application link um and she was just like, you never know what can happen, just do the show.
1: Yeah.
2: And I always told her, I'm not ever going to do the show. This show ain't for me, I don't believe it's real talent, and stuff like that, so I was never really up for doing it. Um. But yeah, reading it, reading it later on, three years later, and I've always actually been approached by X Factor, mm-hmm. talent scouts, and Britain's got talent, sc- talent scouts, and The Voice, and all of them people, but I've always kind of just said no. I kind of wanted to do it the old school way. Mm-hmm. Um. But this year, having read. when I read that, when I read the messages, I saw the application and I was like, cool. And then maybe a week or two later, one of the ANRs for um, X Factor messaged me. Mm. And I was like, this has to be a sign. Yeah. So I, I took the call. I was like, listen, I'm, I'm down. I'm up yeah. for doing it. And I was like, but if I do it, everything about it has to be about my mum because mm-hmm. she's the reason I'm putting myself in course, this position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they like, call. Cool. So I went to like the little meeting... Audition, sang the song, put it in my heart. They were all in tears. Yeah, I mean, I it touched the eyes. nation, man. We were, I was sitting there, my mum bawling out. It's just crazy, because when I wrote the song, I remember I wrote the song after my mum's funeral, mm-hmm. literally underweight, um, just after the funeral, I was in my room. I learned a couple of chords on the guitar for mm-hmm. YouTube, and then I literally just started writing the song, and I was just writing how I felt, not knowing that in a couple years' time, the whole world is going to feel yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. Um but yeah so I sang the song I remember opening my eyes and they were all in tears like it was crazy and then I didn't hear from them for a while so I was like okay cool clearly I didn't get through but I was like okay well I've done what my mum asked me to I've done it so I gave it a try yeah. um, and then maybe like two months later I got a call saying are you able to audition for the arena tomorrow wow and it was my cousin's birthday then, and my cousin's yeah, yeah. wedding the next day so I was like I can't I can't I can't do it it's my cousin's wedding yeah. do you know what I mean they're so like okay can you do the next day I was like okay but I, but I'm thinking I ain't got a trim <laughs>
1: yeah, so I mean, Hold on, I ain't mean, got a yeah. trim it's a like, cousin's wedding but then oh, I ain't got a trim so there's, there's right. it you know what that's a bad situation there. Right. that's a and predicament I was, I was like
2: yeah I was like I'm not really trying to be on TV without a trim oh, like, trims like, change happen? your life people right. don't understand it and my barber works on appointments so <laughs> getting that's it's way too last <laughs> yeah, minute do you too. know yeah, what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. Um, so um, so yeah I was like cool let's do it I called my barber I was like listen I know you don't do I know you're busy. It's I, his, like basically his, I had to tell him. He was yeah. the only person I told. Because yeah. I kept this on a hush. I yeah, didn't yeah, tell yeah. my family. No one knew I was doing this audition for the show. Um, so my barber's the only person I told. And it was like, cool, we'll make you look sick. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, he was the only person I told. Wicked, done the audition. Um, everyone was on their feet. Yeah. In the crowd, they were all on their feet. Man, that's such the a good feeling. Especially
1: for you as well, on behalf of your mum, representing it was,
2: it was, it was so great. Like, if you watch the performance, like, my voice was shaking from the beginning to yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've never so much emotion like, behind it. So much emotion. Like and for me to get that emotion across I have to tap into seeing my mum on her deadbed. Because that's the only way I can really, really get that emotion across and make people feel it. Mm-hmm. So when I was in that zone, like it's just it is either tears or just me just like my voice trembling. Mm-hmm. So that was really, really hard for me. But I'm so happy because it got the emotions across. Um and yeah, I just remember opening my eyes. The whole arena was on their feet. The judges were on their feet in tears. And that's kind of all I remember. I remember me and Salmon and Cal said some words to me. Ida said some words to me. Robbie was amazing. He was mm. like, "Listen, I'm gonna call you. I want I want to hang out with you. I'm gonna help you." That's amazing. And he was just he was just so so cool about the whole mm-hmm. thing. Um, so. Um, um, and then obviously me and Louis just connected yeah, from that me and Louis Tomlinson just connected and Louis is someone I really really wanted to meet it's mm-hmm. so crazy because last year I covered Louis' song one mm-hmm. of his songs I covered on my YouTube channel and he lost his mum two years ago and I remember I was at a gig um, when I found out about the death of his mum and he had a show the next day on X Factor Yeah, and I remember thinking this guy's a G. Yeah. I don't think i would ever be able to perform in front of fa- in front of the whole world a day after. Yeah, 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 of course. Like, that is...
1: Powerful, man.
2: Powerful. And that was always like, I remember just thinking to myself, I wish I had to connect to him because I really mm-hmm. just want to reach out to him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And um, two years later, he's my mentor on the yeah. show. How crazy mad, is that? Mad, So, I just believe everything happens for a reason. We just like, we spoke and we're like, like I can genuinely call him a friend. Mm-hmm. Um And... um and yeah, the experience has been so amazing. Six Chair Challenge, the audition, and it's been amazing. But it's been hard. Yeah, it's been hard. It's been emotionally. Um, I would say the whole journey has basically been my journey to healing. So it's yeah. basically been it's basically me laying everything out there. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm letting people know how I was feeling yeah. now because I'm, a lot of my friends were like, are like wow that's how you were feeling but like we would have never known and mm-hmm. then I also had friends that didn't know my mum passed because mm-hmm. I carried on life like
1: exactly as it was normal like, yeah. sort of
2: thing so, and when people would ask me oh how's your mum I would be like yeah she's fine mm-hmm. like because if people believed she was alive it kind of made it feel real for me even yeah. if it was just for like a minute or a couple of seconds it kind of felt real for me so yeah. I kind of liked it not like everyone knew yeah yeah so
1: So the show that went out on the weekend was a bit of an emotional one. Would you say it's like the start of a journey?
2: Yeah, I would say it's been, it's the start of a journey. It's a hard one because I've definitely, I've definitely started to fall back into a depression Mm -hmm. from it and lost a little bit of confidence. Mm -hmm. But I'm trying to pick myself back up. Do you know what I mean? I always tell myself, okay, cool. Give yourself time to, it definitely feels like a grieving right mm-hmm. now Um so I'm giving myself time to grieve and then it's about waking up the next day and just becoming a gangster yeah. do you know what I mean really really and when I say gangster just sucking it up and just doing what I need to do to get, mm-hmm. to, the, to, get to the next stage so yeah. whether it be like the first step is always just getting out of bed brushing your teeth Yeah, do you know what I mean getting a trim putting some clothes on in your favourite meal. Like that's do you know what I mean? But the hard the hardest part for me is always getting out of bed. Yeah. When I'm in this element, when I'm in this zone. Um, that's always a struggle for me. So
1: I mean your mum would be so proud of you, bro. Yeah,
2: yeah. I believe so. You know, I just feel like I've let down so many people. No way, like, man. So no, many people so many people are rooting for me. And I yeah. know and I just feel like for the first time, like the only time my vocals has failed me was when I was in church. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's never failed me before. Like singing is what I do. It's it's mm. it's, it's like it's uh, it's 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 just I do it autopilot. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I it's 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 my it's me. Do you know what I mean? And for the first time, it didn't. It didn't, it didn't come through for me. It let me down. Yeah. So it's really, really, it's a hard pill to swallow.
1: So what, what What? sort of lesson have you learned from it? Have you found yourself, would you say? Would you, you From know the whole yourself, process like, on it? the show? Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: It's hard because right now I'm in the zone of, I wish I didn't do the show. Yeah. Because I'd rather, if I didn't, I wouldn't feel this way. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like it's so, it's so public as well. Yeah. And a lot of people are feeling sorry for me. I don't like people feeling sorry
1: for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: and what, they need, what everyone needs to, and what I'm telling myself is that even when you lose it's still possible to win yeah. do you know what I mean so I'm trying to be a testament to that and yeah I'm just I'm like this is not the end of Soul for sure like I win in my story do you know what mm-hmm. I mean this is just chapter one Yeah. chapter one I lost yeah. do you know what I mean but there's a lot more chapters to go in the end of my story I'm the winner mm-hmm. do you know what I mean but I just need to find the light so I can get to chapter two right mm-hmm. now and that is a bit difficult. Um but but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm definitely feeling inspired again. I'm trying to get out and just kinda of meet more people and everyone's been so nice. The messages, the tweets, all of that stuff is been incredible. So I'm happy about it all. Yeah. Um but I just I can't help but feeling like I've let so many people down. Yeah, no, nah, Do you, you know what I mean? Man. You have I feel like I was I was definitely doing it more for people than myself. It was and it was just very overwhelming. Like mm-hmm. it was a lot of pressure because um, my my um Judges House's performance was two days after my uh, my audition my yeah. actual main audition so um, all the feedback and stuff was all it was all I was reading it all yeah. I kind of you know what I mean I kind of wish I did turn off my phone and Come out of that zone, yeah. but I was reading. all so many people reading People placing bets. People, Jeez. thousands of people saying they know how I feel. They've lost their mom. They've lost their father. Yeah. They've lost their wife. They've you lost their the husband. Nation, and it was like it was like you are our voice. Mm. You are doing this for us. And, it's, and even though it was so beautiful, it was a lot of pressure that I, I, and I crumbled. Oh, do you sad, know what I mean? It was, yeah. it was it was it was so difficult for me. I've never re- I've never ever found it singing so hard the way I did on that day. Um, but um, But yeah like I said I can still win from this Do you know what I mean Sometimes you've got to lose to win So Yeah
1: Day five on the Everyday Hustle Is five years looking into your future Okay So yeah. where j would be Yeah um, So if I had to ask you In a nutshell In a few sentences Like obviously Where, where do you see yourself going And what sort of route <clears throat> Are you going to take to get there I mean is there an end goal Is there a, is there a moment where you'll go Yeah I've made it
2: Mm-hmm. The moment I know I've made it is when I've changed lives. And I I, I really believe I already have done that. For Some may argue this. that you say that.
1: Yeah, you've already done
2: it. I really do. Have to, I, f- I feel like I want to connect with more people. And what I really, really want to do and when I know I've made it is when my music becomes healing. Mm. So I want people to listen to my music and forget their worries. Or, yeah. And I want people to listen to my music and feel hope. Especially for people that are grieving. Mm-hmm. Like I want them to listen to me and I want to be their voice, the voice in their head mm-hmm. telling them that, wow, I can still live my best life, yeah, even trust. though I've lost the person that means the most to me. Do yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's, that's my message as an artist. That's my message is you can go through the worst and it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I'm a testament to that. Yeah. Um, Would so, you say
1: that to your younger self?
2: Uh, what younger self? A couple of years ago, yeah, self? Yeah, a
1: couple of years ago.
2: Couple of years ago, I didn't think I would ever get to this place again. Yeah, it's been so hard. And but then again, I can definitely say the X Factor helped with that. Yeah, that was that was that was when shows it's
1: possible, right?
2: That was when I literally was able to just start saying, "Okay, this is how I'm feeling now." Mm-hmm. Like when my friends messaged me that, like, "How are you?" I was like, "You know, what? I'm not gonna lie, I'm having a bad day today. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm feeling a bit depressed." Yeah, and they all surprised me yesterday. They took me out. We all went. Have Chinese nice. and watch the film. Yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? And it's like, okay, cool, wow. Actually, talking about this actually helps because people actually want to help you. Yeah, legit. Do you know what I mean. So that that's what that's what and that's the courage that the X Factor gave me. Mm-hmm. So if and like I said, everything happens for a reason. I believe that was the reason.
1: If you had to give three tips, okay, in a few yeah. sentences, three tips to people that are on similar journeys, they might want to, they might mm. be aspiring singers, mm. they, or, or they might be pursuing something else, going into a different industry. Yeah. What would those three tips be coming from you, Sol Believe in yourself. Yeah, that's number one. Believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. And
2: even if you have to fake it, believe in yourself. Like yeah. I I tell myself every, like if you hear me having a conversation to myself, you would say he is so arrogant and cocky. <laughs> I have to gasp because I am like, if anyone knows me, like when it comes to like talking about my talent, I don't believe I'm great. No. But when I'm talking to myself, I tell myself I'm the greatest in the world. Mm-hmm. I tell myself no one's better than me. I tell myself that I can achieve everything that I want. I tell myself that I am powerful. I literally say, I tell myself all of this stuff every morning. Yeah. Second step would, I would say, understand what it is that you want to do. How are you going to, because a lot of things we want are very selfish. We have selfish desires. I want this because I want to achieve this because I want to buy a house. Or I want to achieve this because I want to buy a car. Or I want to achieve this because I want to travel the world. Yeah. Okay, cool that's great but how is your talent going to help other people
0: yeah do you
2: know what I mean like does the things see the bigger
0: picture away from possessions yeah yeah.
2: if you if you got all the things if I if you got all the things you want in the world right now would that change only your life or would it also change other people's lives do you know what I mean and I've that's something that I've really that's been in my head do you know what I mean and I can now honestly say if I got all the things that I wanted in my life it will change a lot of people's lives. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's that's so important. Um, so that would be to understanding what it is that you want to achieve in life. And does it help other people? Or does it only help yourself? If it only helps yourself, you're not going to be remembered mm-hmm. in years. Once you, once you die, that's it. Mm-hmm. You're, not, you're not going to be taught in history lessons. You're mm-hmm. not going to be an icon. You're not going to be remembered. You're going to be forgotten. Do you know what I mean? So and that's cool for some people. Some, not everyone wants to be remembered, but for me, I want to be remembered and Mm -hmm. I want to have a, I want to be the person that, you know, people are talking about. I want to be like a Nelson Mandela. I want to be like a Michael Jackson. I want to be like a Whitney. I want, do you know what I mean? I want to, I want to have that kind of, um, not power. What's the the word I'm looking for? Yeah. I want to have that presence and yeah, I want to be respected like that. Um, and then the third would be throwing yourself out there. Mm -hmm. throwing yourself in the deep end just you know i mean like just throwing yourself you're never going to be ready Mm -hmm. that's the reality you're never going to be ready like there's always going to be something else you can do to make it more perfect but the reality is that it's never going to be perfect Mm -hmm. so you have to just throw yourself out there put yourself out there and just see what happens Mm -hmm. just take a leap
1: yeah, well, bro. Look, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show, man, and talking your hustle. It's been sick, honestly. And I believe, honestly, I, I could say that on behalf of everybody listening, then it is just yeah. the start of a journey for you, bro. Thank honestly, you, one hundred percent. I've been Tyler West. Don't forget to let us know what you think and talk to us about your everyday hustles over on our social media. You can find us at Everyday Hustle Show on Instagram and at ED Hustle Show on Twitter. Please leave us a review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or wherever you're listening to this show. This has been the Everyday Hustle, a Studio 71 production. Thanks for listening. Until next time, goodbye.